0: buzzer podcast all music worldwide music started in local music scenes underground independent unsigned talent music you choose to hear not the music mainstream tells you to hear hosted by Shay, the buzzer podcast is a canadian broadcast connected to artists around the globe
1: Hey, y'all. I am Shay, and this is the Buzzer Podcast on Air Indie. From my pad to yours over the airways, tonight on the show, we have Dropped Off Alibi. Dropped Up Alibi is well known in the Toronto area as one of the most high energy and incredible rock acts in the city. Tonight, Brandon Gregory and Dylan Weix will be joining us. We're going to be spinning Dill Song, their newest release, as well as the incredible banger Burn, which is continuing to get streams everywhere. Enjoy the show. Cheers. <laughs> okay. Right. So, hi, we got Brandon and Dylan from Drop Top Alibi on the show today. Uh, to do a band update, talk about their latest release, talk about their new creative process and some of the gigs that are coming up. Hi, guys. How are you doing?
0: Hey, what's up, Shay? How's it going?
1: How's it going? <laughs> Nothing much. <laughs> I'm just getting my year organized, doing a lot of stuff, but that's not about me. This show's about you guys. So tell me a bit about what the band's been up to.
2: Yeah, go go for it, Dale. Well, uh, you know, we've been sitting at home during COVID like everybody else. And <laughs> we uh, luckily have been hard at work writing a bunch of tunes. And we've got something cooked up for mid-March. So we're ready to release for everybody. So that's pretty much what we're here to talk about.
1: Good, And I see that you also have uh, some gigs coming up as well.
2: Yeah, we're yeah, playing on you know, a couple of good few things. Yeah, Brandon, do you want to take them through the gigs? and
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we got a few things coming up. Um, some stuff that was rescheduled from, like, you know, January or February. Um, and then some newer shows coming through as well. we got a show at the end of May um, with Adam and the Metal Hawks and Revive the Rose and our good pals in Bigfoot's Hand up in Barrie. And um, uh, St. Patrick's Day in the middle of March, we got a show at the Bovine with our uh, – our buds in the jailbirds they're releasing some vinyl stuff and uh that that should be a good time I'm looking forward to that apparently things are going to be pretty much open season by then so if we get that place filled up and rocking that'd be a lot of fun
1: well I'm sure you uh, will
0: yeah hopefully if we're allowed to right so um however many people we're allowed to have in there I'm sure it'll be pretty close to full it is St. Paddy's Day
1: (laughs) yeah it is St. Paddy's Day but you also got you and uh uh, the jailbirds have a pretty good following as well who else is yes, on the who else is on the bill
2: um
0: there's a guy named jason coster his his new band called costers playing he was in the fallaways uh, okay. they were they were good i'm not sure if they're if they're inactive anymore I, I didn't think they were but he's he started something else called coster now so um <laughs> Yeah, so that should be good. Um, Should be some familiar Toronto faces there with all of us guys on the bill. So it'll be a good time for sure. definitely think I'm going to be calling in sick from work on Friday.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of it, uh, a lot of it. So you've been up to new music and you're releasing a uh, track Dylan's Dill song on March 18th. That's right. Yeah. So tell us a bit about that. You have a new creative process with this track, right?
2: Uh, yeah, this one, like, you know, we, we talk about the creative process a lot and we're kind of, we vary our creative process a little bit from song to song. Some stuff's primarily written by Brandon and, and some stuff's, most of it actually nowadays is written between the four of us. You know, somebody will have an idea in this case it was my idea that got it was that started everything off, and we brought the riff to the, the songwriting room, and the four of us cracked at it, and it, it clicked really well, and we're super happy with the new song.
0: Yeah, it's probably the most collaborative song. Like certainly since summer nights. Um, but maybe even the most collaborative, like you know, Dylan, the main riff that the song is pretty much centered around, you know, is yeah. Dylan's. Um you know, Jeff wrote some vocal melodies that that stuck. I wrote all the words and I had and I wrote the melody for the chorus. Luke kind of arranged how this weird jamming midsection was gonna work. And it's just yeah, everybody kind of had their hands on it and it sound, it came together really easily and really uh really naturally. It's nice to see that um, you know, sometimes there's certain songs that come in, you know, pretty much complete or or already complete. And there's songs that just have like me you on know, one one cool part that turns from a little loop into, you know, a four minute rock song. So it, uh, it was good to kind of have a team effort working like that during the pandemic, because it kind of, you know, it keep kept the fun alive. It kept the, the chemistry and the juices flowing. The fact that the four of us were still able to be creative and collaborative together without being extremely active, you know?
1: Yeah, that would have been, would have been hard. And is this the first one produced by Graham Shaw?
0: It is. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And he's, uh, you guys will hear why we're pretty happy with it sooner than later and uh yeah it's uh it works so and it's very fast the live off the floor thing if you're good enough to do it moves very very quickly so we're going to be uh we're going to be sticking with him for a while
1: well tell us a bit about that
0: yeah go for it Dill. you're in the candy store
2: you finally got to re amp it yeah so we up until this point we we had always had like notes on our finished product that you know we wish we could have done this maybe we hope this could have turned out a little bit better and that's not a kick on anybody we worked with it's just more us finding our our process and especially it helped to uh to extend our pre-production so we spent a lot of time in in the, the practice room hashing out all our parts so basically the idea was to go to the studio and i think initially we didn't even want to use a metronome or a click so we we practiced the hell out of the song we ended up going with the click because it sounded a little more solid so we decided this time to keep the essence of our live band which is something that seemed to have been missing from all our recordings we we set up with the four of us in a room plugged in and just recorded like we were practicing and then we basically took all of the played tracks from that and we did a little studio magic and we were able to sit with the amps and do tones afterwards, but everything you're hearing is is us essentially live, part wise.
1: That's so incredible. It
2: super, yeah, it was super uh, cathartic, I guess. Something we wanted to do for a while, and and it's actually brilliant how well it's worked out for us. So we're going to be doing it for the next little while, I think.
1: That's great. So we're going to yeah. listen. We're going to listen to it now. The dill song. About the creative process that you like, uh, the one thing I liked about it is how to really uh, it, it did feel like you were in a live bar. Like it really brought out the uh, drop top sound.
0: Well that was that I mean that's nailing it on the head. it It was, you know, like Dale said, not a slight on anybody. We were learning what we wanted to do. and and quite frankly, what we wanted to do, you, you need somebody who's who knows how to do it. you know it's it's working with old techniques, it's working with old gear. You know the the you know the guy from Metalworks is a wizard in his own right, but if he didn't have his hands on vintage gear using old Brendan O'Brien and Josh Homme practices, then then they don't know how to do it. And we finally found a guy who knew how to do it, and that's kind of how he came up and learned everything. And you know he works with Crownlands regularly. He works with digging roots. Like he's um. he's got Matt. He's got some tricks and some magic and some and some knowledge. And he's a sweetheart of a guy. Uh, we call him the wizard of Fuds Cause just, if you ever see the guy, he's got a fantastic beard. Um, <laughs> and it just, it went, it went really well and it allowed us to capture our, our live energy. And it was easy. It was like, take number three. Okay, great. Literally all we have left to do is whatever ear candy we want to add, like feedback, you know, harmonies, doubles, whatever. And then of course, vocals, right? Like it was, it was really easy. Um, and it, it, it has the punch that everything else was lacking. That we had tried so far, you know, really good, slick studio, well engineered, well mixed, well produced songs. But it was, you know, we had people who were loved, loved our band, heard us on the radio, heard us on, you know, Spotify or whatever, would come to see us live and just be like, I don't know what that was, but that was like significantly better. Like, what, wow, that's not what I was expecting. And I know all your songs. And we're like, we really got to figure out a way to address that. we always kind of knew it was going to be doing it live off the floor. You know, I'm, I would do anything to work with Brendan O'Brien. I love him and his techniques. And Dylan feels the same way as do I about, you know, Josh Homme and like the way that they did lullabies for Paralyzed. Like it was a process we knew about, we knew we wanted to do. And we finally found the guy who could do it for us. And it, uh, it went about as good as it could have for our situation. And we, we, we're digging into it even further now. And it's, you know, new challenges, each a unique set of challenges per song. You know, some songs end up due getting a little more produced than others. Like, you know, this is going to take like six different guitars. We want acoustics on it. We want this, maybe a slide guitar, like, but the idea of getting that take with the drums, the bass, and the basics of what the rhythm guitars are doing in the song, like that's all coming out live off the floor these days. And it, and it feels great. It feels really natural and it's helping us a lot.
1: How do you feel it's going to impact your engagement on streaming and in sales? because
0: I think it'll be very positive. Yeah, Dylan and Jeff think that way, too, you know, and, and it's 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 cool. I hope you got some of your one-liners ready for you here, Dylan, because it's been something you talk about quite a bit.
2: I think the, the theme of the band entirely has shifted, and that'll show, when the song comes out, you know, we've done a bit of a rebrand. The, the logo's different. You know, what we're about and how we're approaching stuff is very different than our previous iteration or whatever, but we just kind of wanted to get back to the fun of, of why we play music and write songs with each other and to dissect things to the, like, to the, under a microscope in a studio is that stuff. We never really found it that interesting. We wanted to write. And like Brandon was saying before, we really wanted to drive home, like, what drop top sound was to our audience. And that seemed to have been lacking a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we decided like, we're just going to go back. We're going to give you pretty much as raw as possible. Like what this band is. And then like a guy like Graham, I honestly never anticipated how freaking excited he was to dive into some of the sounds and tones that we got out of this. Like I never imagined we'd be laying down like like classic Leslie's and like, like really nice old amps and and organs and like very analog vintage equipment. Like the, everything really came together how we wanted. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like just very
2: classic techniques, classic, uh, classic equipment, but like a modern band and modern sound in, in a modern environment, really trying to push this stuff on social media and YouTube. And it's a, a different approach to everything, but yeah. we seem to really have, en- have enjoyed the process and, uh, and the, and the product we've gotten out of it. So.
0: Yeah. And um, one of the things that like Jeff seems to think and, and say a lot to, to add to that is you know, it's, it's, it's going to create this, you know, it's, it's not a cookie cutter production, you know, a good rock song that any band could have, you know, could have sounded like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like Dylan said, at the rawest form with this band sounds like, and if people Mm -hmm. are going to start getting into the band now, it's going to be because they really dig it. And they're going to see in our demeanor and persona online with these new releases that, it's, it's what you, what you hear is what you get. What you see is what you get. And I think that's gonna translate positively for, for those who enjoy the songs.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. I was on your website. You did some updates to that as well.
0: Oh yeah. Yep. it's been two years in the making. It's it's like Dill said, we got back to basics. We had to figure out a way how to not quit, you know? And it, it for us, it was just, you know, whatever, write the songs. Okay, these five sound good together. Let's go with it for now and just and have fun. Roll with it. Try not to overthink too much and have too much outside well, uh, you... interjection. That these days, just have fun, right?
1: Yeah, well, you really did well going back to basics because I love the I love the track. It's incredible. Oh, thank you
0: very much. That that you very, thank you very much.
1: Are you going to stick with single releases, or is this going to be towards uh, an EP or something else?
0: We will, uh, you will know when we know we can, uh, we, we can't, we can't talk about these things just yet. It's, it's, but there is a lot of music coming out and it's, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be, uh, it'll be there, but, uh, you're going to have to just wait and see how that all transpires.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. Then we're going to hear burn, which is one of your top songs, almost 28,000 streams on Spotify. It's number one in terms of your tracks. Yeah, it's been a good one one for us. One of the best foot out there when it, so burn.
0: She's feeling the rhythm beneath all your feet You're moving so fine A beauty so sublime It's almost divine After a whole diet can't compete She's feeling the rhythm It's all your feet
1: to say i i can't get enough of that song i love it <laughs> <laughs> but i'm sure a lot right. of other people do yeah hey, it's been it's staple. been a
0: workhorse <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you had told yeah. me before that when you're live that's always uh a request people always want to hear it
0: yep big time it's been a workhorse like it's we've been playing that song on stage what DIL 2015 or was it 14? that it, that
2: we had it i can't even remember i don't know time is meaningless man <laughs> yeah i don't know it's, <laughs> it's been we around lost a two while. years so stuff doesn't even make sense anymore but yeah yeah was, i, I think it was 2015 or just the end of 14 if i remember correctly yeah. okay so long ago
0: yeah that song's <laughs> been a workhorse for us so it's uh it's nice that people you know we still get to play it live we still you know it still gets love it's still you know so we're happy to, We're it's nice to have those songs that can kind of stand on their own leg for a little while.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. So where's the best place to get updates on the band for upcoming gigs and new releases that you don't know about yet?
0: <laughs> well, just call Dylan at 647 714
2: you. Social media is the best place. Instagram above everything else is probably the most updated and. We have we've we have fun with it a little bit, so that's Bef- probably the best place to get all our info.
1: Yeah, which I'm is finding-
2: at, at Drop Top Alibi.
1: At Drop Top Alibi. Yeah, I'm finding a lot of bands and artists are are gravitating towards Instagram.
0: Thank God, it was exhausting trying to work four platforms like three, four years ago. So, like, I'll, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> Everybody just go to Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is
1: difficult because it sort of dilutes. Uh, uh, I think everyone should at least choose one uh, strong platform, and uh, you know, keep the others somewhat updated. But working with the Instagram seems to work with the music industry though. Yeah. yeah and it was weird
0: there was like a 10-year period there and dylan and i were talking about this the other day where it's like we're like oh it's youtube oh no it's actually facebook oh now they're saying it's twitter oh what's this instagram thing oh youtube again it's like it was really hard to get bearings on what was actually the most important thing that really and it was seeming like you know it changed with everybody you talked to and now it's kind of focused which is which is lovely it makes life a little bit easier to manage on the uh the back end of things
1: the thing is, I think I, it's also driven by the fans and what, what uh, platform they like, yeah. you know. Some artists are stronger on Twitter because that's where their fan base is, right? Some, yeah, you know.
0: yeah, it's true.
1: Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and giving us an update. It's been in your new track that's out this coming Friday.
0: That's it. Thanks so much for having us back, Shu. Hopefully we'll talk to you soon.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, good
2: talking to you. And that's a wrap.
0: Thank you for tuning into the show. Sponsored by The Buzzer Media. Thank you to the artists who share their music. Our shows wouldn't happen without their music. Subscribe at thebuzzerpod.com. Fans and artists can submit their request to Shay at thebuzzworld.com. Until next time,
2: cheers.